Hello there, and welcome into another episode of Mile High Hot Takes. I'm your host, Baylor, joined as always by my co-host, Connor. And today we got a good roundup for you. We're going to talk a little Avs, little Nuggets, little Broncos, um, maybe touch on the Rapids a little bit. Um, you know, just kind of looking around the world of sports and, and seeing how everyone's doing. Um, that being said... The Broncos are a good place to start by week during week 11, but we can definitely uh, can't can't take an L during by week, but we can definitely talk about um, week 10, that Eagles game. Um, I don't think anyone in Broncos country was expecting that or happy with that. Connor, what are your thoughts? You saw it. It was significantly worse than I expected. If I going into the game, if I were to like lay out a worst case scenario, that was it. No, that oh. was worse. Oh. That was significantly yeah. worse. I yeah. thought we were going to be competitive. I thought a loss, like if we lost, that's worst case. I get beat pretty handily, but we got absolutely dominated. They ran the ball for almost 200 yards. Unacceptable. I from from the jump it just didn't look possible on the day they scored early and it, it was over before it even really begun for the Broncos yeah it was one of those games um, where it felt like the team didn't show up but I don't know it's hard for me I was unable to actually watch any football this weekend I only was able to listen to the Broncos game on the radio so um, you know it's hard for me to get a a good visual idea of how we were playing out there but you know Dave Logan does a pretty good job of painting a picture and he was painting a pretty grim picture on Sunday Um, sounds like inefficiency on offense um, specifically the red zone um uh, and costly turnovers costly turnovers and getting gashed on the getting gashed in the run game um it it seems like you got a field goal blocked um i did see a replay of that dude completely untouched off the edge um nothing brandon mcmanus can do about that it's not like it was kicked too low when it gets blocked from the edge like that so and it it was kind of a big letdown given the performance against Dallas the week before I think polar opposites from this team. You couple that with what you could be sitting at. You could be sitting at 6-4 and on your bye week right now on a three game win streak best case best case scenario best case scenario you're you know you're one game one win behind you know first place in the division um but you didn't take care of business at home you got run all over you know honestly i mean the eagles put up some pretty big numbers this week um in week 11 uh so but we knew that going into the game in week 10 they got we big the eagles, they got big play potential and can put up points and they're hit the or eagles miss can score we knew catch them on the right week they're pretty good but I don't know what it was. Couldn't stop the run. Jalen Hurts was able to do whatever he wanted. Defensively, couldn't get stops. Just overall, not not a good performance from the Broncos. 
Um, do you have any comments on the Teddy thing, or do you feel like everyone else has beat that, beat that horse enough? Every everyone's already piled on Teddy. Um, only thing I want to say is his his apology was weak. Means absolutely nothing. Uh, yeah. You know, the only thing I'll say is the bare minimum I needed to see from him on that play was to at least lay down in the path of the runner. Well, that's that's at the very least. I need I needed to see him do something that may have stopped him. That ended yeah. the game 100%. It was maybe we yeah. pick up that fourth fourth down. We maybe score that drive. Like there's still a hope, but that was just so on that the- ended it and you just want to see effort and you want to see it you want it to seem like your players care in that on the on the radio dave logan said something um describing the blocked field goal Mm -hmm. um and i feel like it's a good description for what this um for what this game did for me and for i feel like a lot of fans uh of the Broncos, uh, he said that when that field goal got blocked, it was like everyone, it's like somebody let the air out of a balloon in the stadium, and you could just feel everyone just, ugh. It's just kind of that what can go wrong will go wrong type thing. Yeah. Like you can't catch a break, but we didn't put ourselves in positions you, you didn't, to catch you didn't, the break. You didn't set yourself up. No, there's no. Even if we did catch a break, would we have taken advantage? Probably not. Didn't seem like it. Didn't feel like it. Just a big bummer altogether. So, on the bye week now, what? Let's let's take a peek at the season. We're five and five. Mm-hmm. Chiefs beat the Cowboys, so that's. That's seven and four for them. We're bottom now. of the division, no matter what. Yeah, there's seven and four. Broncos five and five. Um, Chiefs have yet to have their bye. Broncos can pick up a win when the Chiefs are off. That puts you one game out of first place with two games against the Chiefs. Realistically. Like it's very optimistically, I understand, but no, I, I, this the season you're looking for is mathematically. Yeah, mathematically, this season is far from over. Yes, this season, um, you're sitting there, and that's that's what the guys in the locker room got to be thinking right now. You got to be closing out the outside outside noise. You got to be ignoring the media and all the fans and everybody saying that. Yeah, the season is lost. Well, that it's sports over. in general, right? You always hear about it that. It is. Uh, short-term memory thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Be a goldfish. Yep. But, next play is completely different. Next game is completely different. Next week's different. But, you know, the guys in the, that locker room got to be looking at their situation and be like, that was a really tough loss. But we aren't out of this. We can still be competitive in this division this year. And you know what? That's just going to be if the, that's going to have to be the mindset that they take going into week 12 after this bye week um you know hopefully they can get rested up hopefully we can um figure out what we need to do for play calling <laughs> because um i get that we we're playing 
behind a decent amount of the game, but there was not a lot of running in that game for the Broncos, which is... I just, I don't get it. I don't get how you see the success with your own eyes. And every time you run the ball, you win the game. Well, I think... Like, 5-0 and when you run the ball... There was some st- some stat I was reading something on ESPN from Jeff Legwald, and it was um, when we run the, the, more than we pass. There's a there's a threshold of running that when we hit that amount of carries, we're five and zero, and when we are below that, we're zero and five. And yeah. I understand part of that is situational. So, stats are I understand that it's but... I understand that it's situational, but. Come on, man! The play to your play to your running. team's strength. Well, you gotta hope that Pat Shermer missing the game and not being able to call plays due to COVID is why the offense was a little off. I'd really like and maybe Vic with to... when he gets when he gets back, it's better. But I don't know. You're talking about keeping a division race close here. I don't even think the players can look at that. I think they have to, yeah, in the back of their your mind, say, "Oh, we went out, we make the playoffs." Yeah, obviously. But well, not even that. I'm just it's saying consistency. That... The performances need to be more consistent. So yeah, no, they absolutely. need to take it absolutely play by play, week at a time, and just know if they go out and put together consistent and solid performances. They have a chance to do big things. Uh, it's It's been a frustrating year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's... I still get this feeling anytime I watch a Broncos game when we're on offense that just nothing's going to happen. Every time we score a touchdown, I'm still surprised that we scored a touchdown. I'm like, oh my god, we scored a touchdown. Look at that. Um that's something that that's something that needs to be kicked they, they need to have some sort of consistency on offense it's the recipe's there they could follow it out of this bye week with Shermer back and having time to kind of reflect on the season um, 5 and 5 is a really good time to have your bye week season's not completely lost you're not um, you got plenty of games left in the year. You're only sitting at you're sitting at 500. Um, I think uh, I'm really hopeful that coming out against the Chargers at home uh, in Week 12, uh, they can. Oh, we got seven games left. Yeah, five of them in division. Yep. There's possibilities here, mm-hmm. but it all starts with consistent performances week to week. And if you can't figure that out, you might you might be screwed. But if you can figure it out, put together a couple solid performances in a row, you never know what happens. What do you want to see from this team in the last seven weeks of this season? An identity, I guess. Yeah. Um, that'd be nice. Recognize who you are. Play hard fight to the end I what I I don't want to focus too much on personally I'm not going to focus too much on our record I'm going to pay attention to 
how we play, heart, that sort of thing. I, yeah, I think that's really important for um, you know most fans of of this team is to uh, find something to look for, find something to watch for that isn't a win or a loss. Um, uh, unfortunately, you know, even if somehow the Broncos find their way into a playoff spot, I mean, it's not going anywhere. Well, just, just give me you know, reasons just, to be proud you know, to be the Broncos and, and, and give that us I am. and also give us something to you know watch. For me, what I would love is just to be competitive. I don't want to get. I don't want to see an Eagles or a Raiders game again. Mm-hmm. I, I just. I want to be. I want to enjoy watching my football team play on Sunday. And you know what? If they come out and they give it everything they got, and I can see that they're giving it everything they got, and because I know and if they, if, if, if they do you that, just you know, as long as it's a competitive game, man, this team is built in a way that they should be able to stay competitive and keep games in reach against almost against any team on almost any given day. So. Uh, that that's what I'm watching, uh, hoping for, uh, and looking for in in the rest of the season. We'll see. You know, it's it's uh, it's tough. These tough times to be a Broncos fan, and it has been for um, s- since the Super Bowl, really. So, you know, we got we got some. We got some stuff to take care of for sure. Um, let's. I hope they take these seven games to really, like you said, find an identity, uh, look at the young talent they have, figure out what direction they want to take this team in future seasons so that come next season, we're like, all right, we already know this is what's working for us. Our O-line, just for example, it could be completely different, but our O-line is great at run blocking, not so great at pass defense. We got really solid, we got really solid young running back in Javante Williams. Let's let's build around that and let's head that direction, be a physical running team. That's what I want. I don't want to come into a year and just another year and be like, what am I going to watch? I'm going to, am I going to watch this team that is completely devoid of talent? Am I going to watch a team that is pretty good, but the coaches can't scheme to their strength? Am I going to finally watch a team that can come out and push people around and actually be competitive? Like, I just, I'm sick of guessing. <laughs> every single year it's like what are we gonna do this year how are we gonna do anything this year um so i'd like them to take this seven weeks to really self-evaluate and figure out what direction this team really needs to go in the future yeah an identity would be nice yeah all right well let's move on from the broncos because it's kind of a dreary topic if you ask me but it's a bummer sometimes but there is an end to a tunnel <laughs> at some point i'm pretty sure yeah i i don't know if i can see the light yet but I've, there is I've, an end eventually I, i've been uh i've passed some people and they do tell me it ends eventually <laughs> so Colorado Avalanche are finally playing some good hockey. They're rolling right now. The Denver Nuggets are continuing to take injuries. Not rolling so much. We got some fire and ice going on in Ball Arena right now. Uh, The Avs. Wow. Cannot stop scoring. Yeah. uh, Six six goals per game 
averaging over the last four. That's 24 in their last four games. Which is ridiculous. Uh, outscoring their opponents 24 to 8 ridiculous. in those games. Uh, power plays live. Power play hitting in those in those four games. Power play sitting right at about a 50%, which is money. Uh, well, well above what you would even like it to be. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's all without Nathan McKinnon. Want to hear an interesting stat? Val Nachushkin. Avs are undefeated with him in the lineup. Very, very really? limited sample size for him this season, but he's got two shorthanded goals. The Avs yes, lead the league. The, the Avs, Avs lead the league with shorthanded goals with four. I feel like we're always some um, for whatever reason pretty high. Yeah, in that. yeah. I, 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 feel like I don't know if that's we've had, true, but we've it had just JT like Comfer for a while. Yeah, it feels and, like we get a lot of shorties. Um, speaking of JT, kind of missing missing him. Could you imagine? this team right now with JT especially with how well he was playing we had Nate and JT on this team Um, Kadri so let me throw this completely unrealistic question at you yeah we're rolling do you sit Nathan even if he's healthy okay uh should we sit him should we should we sit him the whole year uh on ir uh so we can get his salary back pay a whole bunch of really high price people and then trade no no a bunch of high price players and then activate him when we hit the playoffs and be way over no they didn't i thought no i thought the entire point of the offseason was to make sure tampa can't do that again no no they didn't change that rule oh god yeah um anyway uh yeah all this is without um our best player our best player uh Kale McCarr is running the offense. He ha- or running the team. He he has stepped up and he has become the guy. Well. Sam Gerrard is popping off. Kadri is on an eight-game point streak after his uh, after the Seattle game. And he's getting beaten up too. Yeah, he he's taking some abuse. Absolutely unloading on and Kadri. That, but that's that's honestly that's how I think. Kadri feeds off of that. Oh yeah, he, he, he once, gets, he's an angry player. And once it gets a little chippy, he's in his comfort zone. Yeah, when, exactly. when he knows he's exactly. under your skin, that's exactly when he thrives. Yeah, but they're flying. There, Bo Byram's missed a couple games in this little stretch. Yeah, Bo Byram's missed a couple games. JT's missing some a couple games. Nathan McKinnon's missing a couple games. The Abs are still smoking people. The offense showed up. As of a couple it's, weeks ago, the, the offense, offense decided showed to up, show up. The the offense showed up. The power play showed up. Um, still letting in a lot more shots than we did last year. Good thing we have a better goalie than we did last year, uh, because Darcy Kemper, after what I would have probably considered a slow start personally, um, he made a few has mistakes. been has been money. He mm-hmm. has been making some massive massive saves he's looking solid he's starting to look comfortable in front of the defense and hey if we can get goal, good goaltending with the amount of points that this team can put up watch out six a game is a tough pace to keep but they'll, three, it'll fall back down to earth but a three four goal a game four is definitely is, a very realistic average for this team they are especially really full, especially healthy Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Just gotta stay healthy. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's just man, there is uh, 
something going around a ball that has worked its way into Nicola's wrist. It doesn't seem too too long term. Mm-hmm. He's he's gonna be out. He's out. Missed two games already. Yeah, maybe a little bit more. But if they take care of it now and properly, there's no reason to expect Nicola to miss months or and hey the postseason 13 14 games in the season get him this, right this is when this is when you want your big names missing time get him uh, get him healthy get him right it, exactly and you're gonna get rocked by the suns you're gonna get rocked by a lot of people. a lot of people if he's not in your lineup without nicola because you're missing three max contract players and three of them that they're alone only, they're is only, ridiculous. There are only four teams in the league with three max contract players, and the Nuggets are missing all three of theirs. They're one of four teams, and they're missing all of them. And you look at the lineup that we see against the Suns and the other game Nikola missed, that is not anywhere close to a playoff roster. Yeah, no, it's not. I mean, uh, that Suns, the, the roster against the Suns is... Jeff Green, Jamichael Green, Monte Morris, Will Barton, Aaron Gordon. and Aaron Gordon. That's that's your starting five. Speaking of Aaron Gordon, though, I uh, he, he put up he, a he lot of points. Thirty, 30 point or twenty eight yeah, game. Yeah, against he, the Bulls. I yeah, believe. yeah, he went off. That was good to see. If we could get that was a tough game to lose. If we can get close. that in little spurts, I guess throughout the season once everyone gets healthy couple people having a bad game knowing aaron gordon's capable of that is really exciting yeah upping the fourth option on a completely healthy team that's going to be he's probably number two right now honestly he's one or two up there with will Will's got to be the number one right now. But that's that's the thing because that's, that's that is Gordon still Will's can, job. Yeah. Will's job when the team is healthy is to still score points. Aaron Gordon's job is not to score points when this this team is healthy. But, but if everyone's having an off night and Aaron yeah. Gordon can chip in with twenty twenty five, oh that's yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. And we saw that he. Well, can he's do... a true vet. He he knows when to step up, and he works hard every single game out there. He's gonna put in the effort, and it, it was. Shocking. I looked at it. I was like, wow. Okay, Gordon. Let's go. Like, Kid had a good game. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'll, ta- I'll take a little bit of that. <laughs> but the injuries over there are rough, man. affecting the team far more than the injuries have affected the Avs. Yeah. And it's it's difficult because for the Nuggets because they are... Like, like the fact that they're playing a Suns team, they have to play. They had to play the Suns without. Uh, while the Nuggets are on a three-game losing streak, Suns are on an eleven-game winning streak. Suns started the season a little slow. Yeah, started. They're, they're full swing now. Started um, one and three, and won eleven straight coming into the Nuggets game, and. Um, Nuggets were one of the three teams that have beat them this year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, hey, that was with a much healthier team, which 
you know, uh, that's 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 one thing. You can look at this team and you can look at the losses that we're taking right now and you can accept it without feeling bad. Like, I'm not getting frustrated when we lose because I'm just like our entire team is hurt. Nobody. Our whole team is hurt. The, the key is get yourself into the playoffs and hopefully. Just, I'm just hoping that they don't lose like they just you can't go on a skid. They don't want to bury yeah, you themselves. Want, you want to stay above water until everyone gets healthy because then then we can start seeing who we are. And start climbing the standings And climbing bit. standings. But if you dig yourself too big of a hole with these injuries, then you might end up with 7th or 8th seed. But that you're gonna really want, doesn't you're gonna bother be, me too much. You want, you're going to want to be 6th, 7th, 8th seed at the lowest. Yeah, Ooh. once you get these guys Before healthy, you get though, healthy. If, if you get to the playoffs healthy anyone can make anything happen yeah exactly especially i mean playoff jamal is just a different animal every single year that Jokic plays he seems to get freaking better i mean his numbers right now are outrageous and mpj right before he went on on once right before he started missing games he was MP- on fire and, and mpj is your third option like pfft. Okay. Maybe maybe sitting out a little bit <laughs> might get MPJ's head right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is I'm not worried about this team when it's healthy. Um, the only, like I said, the only thing I'm worried about is making sure that they don't slip too far in the standings while trying to get healthy. Um, also, not something I'm worried about. This uh, Jokic injury does not seem to be too serious. Shouldn't be too long until he's back. Um, that being said, definitely take your time. You don't want to rush anything back. You don't want if your it, reigning MVP. Come serious. Yeah. This team might be in a world of hurt. No, absolutely. You know, even with MPJ and Jamal, this is a good team, but this is not a true contender. Like if you Nicole if, if you have player. to if you, you have to if you have to player. take one player off of the one of those three max contract players off the team, um, the one that this team cannot survive without is Jokic. As with, long as he's Jokic, as, as long as he's compete. as long as he's on the floor, yep. we can be competitive. And without him, we don't even. Are we even a playoff team? I mean, if you have Jamal, Maybe. if you have Jamal and MPJ, yeah. Maybe. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, they can throw up points. It's a completely different. It's a way faster game. It's it's a whole different story because we play a brand of basketball that is his brand because well, he is the, the superstar. Game. He completely changes controls. He plays how we play, how he wants to play, and everyone else on the court just has to deal with it and on with both him, sides of the ball. Who knows? Yeah. Let's hope he just gets healthy, gets right, comes back soon. Yeah. Well, the Rapids, first seed, are uh, starting starting their playoff journey in the second round after a first round bye. They are playing on Thanksgiving. Like three in the afternoon. I have a ticket. I feel like they got screwed. I have a ticket and I had to give it away. I feel like they got screwed. Because, I mean, I'm going to be with my family for Thanksgiving. And, um, yeah. But news is in that we are playing Portland, who beat Minnesota 3-1 to today. Or Sunday. Yeah, Sunday is when they played. Um, yeah, that's uh, Portland dominated that game. They went down um, early from what I saw. They did. They went down early, and then they got they tied it up right before the half, put one in right on the, uh, the 46th minute, right on the other side of the half. 
put a third one in in the 66th, the and then game. it just controlled the game. Uh, possession was pretty equal, but they did rattle off 18 shots in the game. So, I mean, that's Portland for you. They got a high-power offense. We know that the Rapids match up well against Portland. Um, this is not a team that I'm worried about beating yet. But this is a team where if you don't show up, they will beat you. This is a good team. They know how to play. They also travel well, so they'll have some fans there. Um, I do want to say the MLS completely screwed this. What the Thanksgiving? Yeah, that's so dumb. It, yeah, I, I'm not a fan. In the afternoon, I'm not a fan your personally. Fans, Football is different. The NFL gets people to those games and dominates Thanksgiving. It's, it's a tradition. MLS, bro, just sit out this and, holiday. And, and, and I can understand if you're trying to start a new tradition, but my issue with the starting the new tradition Why thing is like you can't start a new tradition like the tradition would be MLS playoffs on Thanksgiving. It's not even a single team thing. And if it's not a single team, like the lions, every single Thursday, lions like every Cowboys. single, every single Thanksgiving, like that's fine. And everyone that's a lions and a Cowboys fan just knows that that's happening on Thanksgiving. Everyone just knows, but because it's in the playoffs, you can't have a fan base that just knows they're going to play on Thanksgiving. Cause you don't know. So you and so, so whoever it is, Two people get screwed, really more the home team, more than anyone else, get screwed. Oh, that, there's there's going to be, I don't know, I, I don't know, assumption nobody's going to be in that No, stands. no, it'll, it'll be, it'll it'll sell out. There's, it's not a big enough stadium um, for, it's it's the second round of the playoffs. There's enough fans that I'm, I'm that there's enough people. To... I mean, think about it. It's a two o'clock game. You're done by four plenty of time to eat i guess yeah. but you can't make i don't know i guess they're doing some stuff in like tailgate thanksgiving style stuff and hey if you're just doing it with your immediate family why not yeah, like maybe. if it's just you your wife and your kids or you and your significant other your kids whatever it is why not but if you live anywhere with your family like i do like i'm going my parents be... my parents would would crucify me if I said, hey, I'm not going to hang out with the entire family on Thanksgiving so I can go watch a soccer game. Like, See the out-of-town family and everything? I'd love to go, but like, but it's just not... I, you know, I don't know. I, I want to be with poor, my family on that. marketing choices by the MLS on that. Like, you're going to get overshadowed on TV by football. Draw to the game, I feel. Personally, I think that's going to be kind of light. Like, come on, we can do better. Yeah. Put it on the Saturday. Put it on the Friday. Either way, I'm still very excited for these for these Burgundy boys to be starting their playoff run. Uh, I will definitely be in the stands for any future home games in this run. Uh, bummed I'm going to be missing this Thanksgiving one. But go Rapids, go Avs, go Nuggets. Get it together, Broncos. Please. Please don't make me a sad boy on Sunday. It just blows me away, dude. It blows me away how I can, you know, the Nuggets can be rolling, the Avs can be rolling, the Rapids are in the playoffs, and the then, whole day can be. And then, and then, the it's not even just the whole day, dude. It's like that's like the day, the Sunday, and then like the Monday. I really, I just, like, I wake up and I just have to think about it, and I listen to a lot of sports radio, and 
and, and I hear about it and make then, it known and that we then suck even more. Like I listen to the local stuff and it's everybody feeling trash like me and then you listen to the media and it's everyone on the big end laughing at us because we got rolled by somebody and I'm just like, ugh just destroys my mood. Like it's just football. It's because you can still the, make us proud though. The, 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 the you can seventeen still do good, the seven I believe. the seventeen games, man. Like, even if we're eliminated from the playoffs and we're in the last week of the season, and even if we win the game, it means literally nothing for the team. I will still have a good day if the Broncos win that game. He rides like, so I'll, high. I'll be like, oh, yes, they won a football game because every single game in the NFL matters so much more than any other he rides sport. Because so there's so many, so many less games. I mean, the only other closest sport is soccer, and it's got twice as many. So, you know, one loss in football just crushes you. And a win, on the other hand, boy, is that ecstasy. It feels pretty good. You, inject, Dude, I felt so you, good inject, after the you inject that feeling straight into my veins. I felt so man. good after the Cowboys. <laughs> I don't know. All the all the Colorado teams have a chance to make us proud this week. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm rooting for them all as always. Um, ride or die with my teams, that's for sure. Well, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mile High Hot Takes. For more content, check us out on Twitter at 5280hottakes. Got feedback for us? Send an email to 5280hottakes at gmail.com. Mile High Hot Takes is produced by Enchilarga Productions. Oh, thank you.